Hey, this is Greg Knapp. How you doing? Today on the podcast, how to think positively, but not lie to yourself. And then I got an interview with Travis Mills about his documentary. It's called Travis, A Soldier Story. Now, he's a quadruple amputee, and he got those injuries in Afghanistan. There's also this whole part of his life. What has he done since then? It's an amazing story. And you want to talk about somebody who thinks positively. Woo! You ready? Let's go. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? You know you were created for something more, that an average life just isn't enough for you. Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. You know, because I generally have a positive outlook, I frequently have people ask me this. Hey, Greg, you're not one of those positive thinking, looking at the world through rose-colored glasses, are you? And I always say, well, yes and no. See, yes, I'm a positive thinker, but no, I'm not someone who ignores the problems and pretends everything's perfect. I mean, that's not being positive and optimistic. That's what I call being stupid. I mean, did you hear the story about the optimist and the pessimist living next door to each other? Now, they both had to get up at 6 a.m. Both had to get to work on time at similar jobs. But the optimist jumped up when he heard his opportunity clock go off. Thank you, Zig Ziglar. And he pulls the blinds open and he yells, Good morning, God! The pessimist hit the snooze on his alarm about five times before he finally dragged himself out of bed, peeked through the blinds, and growled, Good God, it's morning. Now, who do you think is going to have a better day? Get ready for an amazing insight coming at you. People with a good, positive, optimistic attitude tend to enjoy their day more and accomplish more than people with a negative, depressing, pessimistic attitude. See, I told you, deep insight. You're welcome. Listen, if you're having trouble paying your bills, and instead of doing anything to fix the problem, you simply think positive and hope your bills get paid, they will eventually come take your car and foreclose on your house. But that doesn't mean the only thing you can do is focus on your poor financial situation. See, there's always more than one reality. I love what Anais Nin said. We don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. Different realities? All right, reality one, you don't have enough money coming in. Reality two, you have a good job. You have opportunities for advancement. Hey, maybe you can ask for some overtime. Maybe take on some extra responsibilities. Earn a promotion. So you got skills, skills to earn extra income. You can start a side business, maybe even start it online. You could cut back on some of your expenses that aren't necessities. I mean, there's all kinds of things that are part of your reality and part of your options and part of what could change your reality. The reality you focus on is what's going to greatly affect your mood, your actions, and your outcome. John Wooden, unbelievable basketball coach and thought leader, said this, I believe one of my strengths is my ability to keep negative thoughts out. Remember, you're not lying to yourself. You're not ignoring reality. You're choosing to focus on the reality that will help you the most. That's key. See, you get to choose your reality. You get to choose your attitude. You get to choose how you react to things that happen in your life. You get to choose to be happy or not. Bruce Lee, great one here. Do not allow negative thoughts to enter your mind, for they are weeds that strangle confidence. See, research shows that to get the best results, you need to focus on the positives three times as much as the negatives. So here's some action steps to get us started today. One, pay attention to your thoughts. 
When you have a negative thought, yell, stop. Now, if other people are around, you may want to use your inside voice because we don't want the men in white suits coming to get you with a net. But replace that negative thought with a realistic positive thought. Remember, that's important. It's got to be realistic or your brain will reject it. So replace the negative thought with a realistic positive thought. Hey, you, I know you think this won't work. Try it. I'm telling you it helps. Now, you got to train your brain for a while. And you really got to pay attention to this for a while. And you got to make it a new habit. All right? Action step two. Focus on those positive thoughts and take action on them. And that will improve your situation. Focus on the positive. Take action on the positive. Improve your situation. Action step number three. Every night, write down, this is big, write down Three new things you are thankful for. Man, there's all kinds of research that this works. And if you try this for just three weeks, I guarantee you, you're going to see big differences in your life. So every night you write down three new things that you're thankful for. It can be something big. It can be something little. It can be anything in your life that you are grateful for. But the trick is coming up with three new things every day. That will significantly improve your happiness. Guaranteed. It's something you can start doing right now. I'll tell you, when I do it, man, it really changes the whole day for me. And when I forget to do it, I notice. Let me know how that works for you. I love what Emerson said about it. What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. On to part two of the podcast. Hey, because you listen to the podcast, I want to give you my book, Go for free. Just go to gregorybnapp.com slash go free. It's in the show notes as well. Gregorybnapp.com slash go free. I'm bringing in Travis Mills. Now he has a documentary out and he has a book out, but his documentary is called Travis, a soldier story. It's now on Netflix. You should check it out. He's retired United States Army Staff Sergeant Travis Mills of the 82nd Airborne. And back on April 10, 2012, he was critically injured on his third tour of duty in Afghanistan. An improvised explosive device went off while he was on patrol, and he lost portions of both legs and both arms. He is one of only five quadruple amputees from the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan to actually survive those injuries. Now he's what they call a recalibrated warrior. He's a motivational speaker an actor, an author, and an advocate for veterans and amputees. He's actually got a new best-selling book out. It's called Tough As They Come. It's his memoir, currently available on sale in bookstores and on Amazon.com. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. And he continues to overcome life's challenges. He's breaking down physical barriers. It's amazing what he's done. We're going to talk about all that. I love his motto, never give up, never quit. We got a little bit of, of the documentary. Let me let you hear that. People call me a hero, but I'm not sure what part of it makes me a hero. I just had a normal day at work that turned ugly. About six seconds, I guess, later, and I woke up. My medic came running up at me. I need more people over here to put on tourniquets! In about 20 seconds, he had tourniquets on both legs and both arms. And I guess the last thing I said, my baby girl, am I ever going to see her again? You know, that was out. <laughs> I'm getting teared up a little, sorry. Yeah, I don't blame you one little bit for getting teared up. That's Travis Mills, Army Staff Sergeant Travis Mills, quadruple amputee. The documentary is called Travis, A Soldier's Story. 
unbelievably devastating injuries. We've got him now on the line, Army Staff Sergeant Travis Mills. Travis, thanks so much for being with me today. Oh, absolutely. I want to get right into I mean, I can't imagine what you went through. Can't imagine how you even began to deal with this when you woke up to those kind of injuries. Can you walk us through what that's like? Well, um, at first, embarrassment, a little uh, shot to the pride, you know, getting hit by the enemy and kind of taken down. Um, you know, I pride myself on doing my job and being very good at it. But then um, kind of realizing what's to come, having the people at Walter Reed that are already there, wounded, you know, a year before me or months before me and already up and walking. They come in and they meet you and, and they kind of have like a, like a mentorship. So seeing, you know, the progress that they make and where they're at in their lives, I was very fortunate. This guy, uh, Corporal Todd Nicely, he was the second quadruplane to see ever, he walked into my room and told me it's going to be okay, you'll make it. And he told me all about how he lives with his wife in Missouri, you know, goes by his everyday life, drives and, and you know, feeds himself, does himself, showers. All the things I thought I wasn't going to be able to do. So um, that's about three weeks into it. So I have I had a pretty good positive outlook. And it was just really pure grit determination to get to the place that he was at. Kind of buckled down from my head, you know, forward and, and kept moving. Your attitude is unbelievable. I mean, really, because you know how many people in this country, unfortunately, Travis, are looking to be a victim, right? And they complain and complain and complain, and I can't do anything, and it's just not fair, and this economy is awful, and this, that, and the other. My back hurts a little. i got to go on disability. And you're quadruple amputee, and you're like, hey, I just buckled down, had to, had, had, to, had to get moving forward, man. I love it. It's awesome. Are you now like a mentor to somebody else like that other guy was to you? Yeah, well, I've went and seen people as they come in, me and my buddies. Um, we'll go up there. I'll take guys that are uh, just on their short legs, on their, you know, second legs that they get with manual locking knees, so the straight leg, but taller, and on their final legs with they have canes and stuff. And, and I'll walk around and kind of do like a like a greeting party. And, um, you know, I walk in, and at Walter Reed, the worst you're going to see is an amputation most of the time. For me to walk in and say, hey, what's, what's going on? You got questions? You know, I got answers. Like, what do you want to know about? Because, you know, I have the right arm that's above the elbow, and then I got the left arm that's below elbow, and I have, you know, both fake knees, so to walk in, I, I think it kind of helps them. I mean, I've met basically everybody at the hospital uh, within the last year. It's a year and a like year and three months. I've been in the room and talked to their families. And I, I actually went to Boston, and I did the same thing for the uh, some of the Boston bombing victims and kind of walked in and was like, hey, how's it going? My name's Travis. What's your questions? You know, how can I help you? And we hung out for a week up in Boston. Pretty quiet, but we uh, worked out with them and showed them all the tricks to the knees and, and just don't hang in there. You know, it gets better. It truly does. That is awesome. I really need to know, were you treated well by the Army when you came back? Are you getting the kind of treatment you need? I mean, if I can put it to you one way, I am a quadruple amputee. At six weeks, I was up and walking on short legs, and now I don't take a wheelchair when I travel. I walk everywhere I need to go. I'm driving, feeding myself, everything. I mean, I'm, yeah, I, I, I guess I could just say it's been the best uh, treatment you can really possibly imagine. Thank and, God. Uh, I get around and do everything I need to do. You know, Travis, tell us a little bit more about the prosthetics that you have, because you mentioned short legs and now you're walking. What, what do you have on your arms and legs, and how do they work? Well, on my left arm, I have what's called a myo. It, it reads sensors, so I can open the hand, I can close the hand, and I can rotate it left and right all the way around 360. That's how I get the kids to like me at first when they meet me, because they're kind of scared. Wow. But it's I tell them it's voice activated. It's really muscle flexes. And I haven't talked to it, and it, you know, whatever. That's how I make friends. The right arm is above elbow, so it's all body powered for me. And then I just, uh, with tensions and pulleys and kind of the same technology has been around since Civil War and 
through the ages, um, for, you know, a little bit more perfected. But uh, and then my my right leg and left leg are they're called X twos or X threes. They um, they're microprocessor knees. You charge them up, they last about five days before you got to charge them again. And as soon as I walk, I can I can walk, and as soon as I get over the toe, it helps me kick back and forward again. And uh, got braking methods and going upstairs methods and ramps and hills. And, you know, I mean, it's not as good as my original leg, but uh, it's pretty close. That is awesome. I mean, the stuff that we've got going now is fantastic. I, and, and you were mentioning you can basically do everything that you could do before the IED explosion, correct? Well, yeah. I mean, there's some things that I, I realize I won't be able to do, like uh, probably throw my daughter a softball. But that's, and then, you know what, that's fine because we're going to do other things. And I'm going to teach her how to ride a bike. I have running legs now, so I'm getting out there and running more, uh, kayaking, swimming, and just, you know, making the best situation out of what uh, what happened to me. And really, people that like you said have, have uh, problems as they get down and everything like that, and that's fine. I don't hold my problem any higher than anybody else's. Um, we all have our, our, you know, burdens to bear. But for me, really, I'm 26. I'm a father of a two-year-old who's the, my world, and my wife is still by my side the whole time, you know, sometimes sitting in there for 16 to 18 hours or 20 hours a day when I was knocked unconscious still. Um, but, wow, uh, that's great. So for me, uh, for me not to try to go forward and for me not to keep, you know, getting better every day would kind of be selfish because my family with my parents and my wife and, you know, my extended family, sister, brother, my in-laws, everybody, you know, was always there for me. And they put the time and effort in, you know, when it was pretty, it was pretty uh, grim, I guess. And like I said, for me not to push on to go forward after all the time and, and effort and support and everybody's giving me, it, it would be selfish on my part. And I, I'm not going to take pity on myself. I mean, I knew the job. I went overseas and, you know, bad things happen sometimes. And there's systems out there to let me keep living life. And, and that's what I did. I just drove six and a half hours down to my house in North Carolina uh, yesterday by myself. Well, my dad was with me, but, I mean, I drove the whole thing. Travis, I mean, I just got to tell you, man, I, I'm listening to you and I'm saying you epitomize what I love about our military and what I love about the American can-do spirit. And I know you're you're too humble to say it, but I think you're awesome. I mean, I can't understand really how you have this great of an attitude uh, for what's happened to you when you say we all have our burdens to bear. Well, yeah, some of us, we have a burden of not getting good cell phone coverage, and some of us have the burden of being a quadruple amputee. I do think there's a difference in the burdens that we sometimes bear. TravisTheMovie.com is the website where you can find out more. You can even uh, work this out online where you can have Travis's movie come to your town for a screening. So TravisTheMovie.com for that. Hey, Travis, are you able to have employment yet? Or, I mean, what are your plans for the future? You're only 26 years old. you got a long, great life ahead of you. What are you planning to do? Well, I actually, I retired November 26th. So I, um, I'm medically retired out of the military. I will move to my uh, in-law's house and bounce between Michigan Maine, and Texas when my wife finishes up her college degree um, at the college that she started at down in Texas for uh, kind of all this happened and everything. Before life got in the way of it, but uh, she's going to finish that up, and then uh, we're building a house in Maine. I have a, a nonprofit I'm starting, the Travis Mills Foundation, so I help Gold Star member families, and just um, go around speaking for nonprofits and charitable events, and try to help anybody out that I can, really. And then, you know, there's probably some other things along the way. I'm going around the documentary and uh, try to promote it and get the awareness out there of what's going on and, and everything like that. But really, I'm just be the best dad husband I can be. I uh, you know, hopefully have more kids. My wife and I are going to have more kids when we get settled in and, and then just go from there. 
Fantastic. I, I expect big things from you, and I'm and I just extremely proud of you being in our military and, and thankful that you shared the story with us. And it's called Travis, a soldier story. You can go to travisthemovie.com for more information. Hey, man, we, we wish you all the best. Come back anytime. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Same to you, sir. Man, that's amazing stuff. And I wanted to tell you this before we go today. See, in September of 2013, Travis and his wife, Kelsey, founded the Travis Mills Foundation. It's a nonprofit formed to benefit and assist post 9-11 veterans who've been injured in active duty or as a result of their service to our nation. The veteran and their families, they get an all-inclusive, all-expense-paid, barrier-free vacation to Maine, and they all participate in adaptive activities. They bond with other veterans and veterans' families, and they enjoy much-needed R&R in Maine's great outdoors. Amazing stuff from Travis. So glad he was with us today. Hey, because you listen to the podcast, I want to give you my book, Go, for free. Just go to gregorybnapp.com slash go free. It's in the show notes as well gregorybnapp.com slash go free. Hey, how can I help you? What questions can I answer for you? You can email me that at greg at gregorybnapp.com, link in the show notes, or you can make a voice memo with your phone even better and then email that to me. Then I can actually put your voice in the podcast and we know that is awesome. So please subscribe to the podcast, rate us, write a review, tell your friend. Thanks for being a part of building this thing. Let's go.